0: The last time on aboard the Opal Star, you were able to provide a great help to the Avalna Colony on... What did I name this place? Rakura. You were able to provide a great help to the Avalna tribe on Rekura. And after dinner and a brief celebration, they told you of a threat that they are facing, which is... They have a tradition, since they've been on this planet, of bonding with a beast. And through that beast, they're able to find some sort of protection from other wildlife that may want to try and eat them. It's kind of a symbiotic thing that they have going on. They don't really explain how exactly it works, but you get the feeling. It's not like it's domesticated, it's just they sort of strike a balance with it. And so they're able to exist together and it feels the need to protect them, not kill them all brutally because it's near their home. And their last one died. They are currently not feeling quite well enough. They don't have anyone that's strong enough to tame another and they're not sure how much longer their shields can hold up before they take anyone. So you all agreed that you would help tame the beast. So you have a couple of hours. They're able to share some information with you, and... my and while they're talking, you just kind of out of habit start... Because you took your hair down for the kids to play with, right? Yeah. So as they're talking, you start braiding it back, and... Roll me wisdom. Did you fail that? Oh, no. Yeah, you might want to put that one in dice jail.
1: Did you give me the,
2: that one last time, too? Because if so... You're going away! If I remember right, last time, your mom dice worked very well. Sometimes. Ah. None of my dice were working well last time.
0: Sure, braiding your hair they're talking about the creature and the ways that they're going to be able to help, even though they can't sort of get in the ring with it directly are explaining how things go, and you're just listening to that, and any memory that might be triggered just goes off to the wayside. Maybe it'll come back later.
2: We can only hope. I wanted to do a
1: thing! Ah! Ah, oh, that's so frustrating. Okay.
0: We were texting yesterday about, hey, I kind of want to implement a thing, and I'm like, okay, I can make that work. The so first time we try it, you crit fail. I crit fail! Uh-huh. I crit!
1: I have cool things I want to do and I keep failing! Oh, okay. I'm good.
0: Hurry, you have plenty of other times to braid your hair and randomly remember things, but it's just not happening right now.
1: Sure, now my computer's dying. Everything is going on.
0: Okay, so basically what they explained is there is a clearing nearby where they are going to lure the creature into the clearing and sort of block off the area around it so that nothing else can come in. You know, there are certain noises and flashing of light that will keep it kind of distracted and disorientated. So you will have time to get the thing on its head. And once you get the device on the creature's And then they'll be able to start communing with it. And I'm going to say, let's say Osaix explains that it usually takes a few minutes to get the creature to calm down. It's not an immediate thing, but usually, like, by the end of the night, they've found a way to sort of strike that harmonic balance between them.
2: So would we need to keep it, keep the device on it for several minutes? Or is it as soon as it's on, the Vulna will take over and work and do sort of their part?
0: Uh, Yeah, so the way they explained it is once the device is, like, is secured on its head, it'll kind of calm it down and disorientate it so it should stop fighting. Okay. It'll briefly emit a sort of spell or pulse that will daze it for a couple of seconds until they can start communing with it. It doesn't hurt, it'll just leave it confused for seconds to a minute and then they'll be able to start communicating with it. You don't really have the words in common to explain exactly how it works. But once you get it on there, but the tricky thing is kind of getting it on because the way they explain it is this thing is big. And the reason they have so many ways to keep it distracted is because it, it it can hurt. So they have a couple of their medics, as well as Tali, will be on standby to provide any emergency medical aid. Ty is there to step in if someone goes down to get them out of harm's way. Maria has is actually agreed to take the shuttle and have it somewhere nearby stealth to sort of monitor to see if there's anything like big and nasty coming along. She can make sure nothing swoops down tries to eat y'all. That would be bad.
3: Environmental question about this creature that we have to deal with. How high up is it on the food chain? Are there things that like to eat it?
0: It's not the top of the food chain, and most of the things that like to eat it live on the other side of the planet.
3: But it does have a consciousness that is afraid of things. Yes. Useful.
0: They they don't particularly know firsthand... wants to eat it but they been around long enough They and since the last one was injured in a fight they know there are some things that like to prey on it but thankfully in this area it's closer to the top. They specifically chose the location that they're in because the fauna there is less dangerous and they, they still use the beast as a sort of protector. All the real big scary stuff is on the other like literal opposite side of the planet.
3: The size.
0: size class for this is, it's a large beast.
3: Okay, so it's about 10 feet by 10 feet-ish.
0: I have a picture of it when we get there. So, is there anything in particular you guys would like to do to prepare? Also, um, I forgot to mention, Spectra is going to be posted up in either a tree or kind of a guard post with a sniper rifle that's been modified for to hold tranquilizer darts. They don't want to trank it, but they also know that sometimes you just you, you gotta hit with a couple trank darts before you can commune with it. Otherwise, it sometimes things go wrong when you're trying to tame when you're ta- trying to tame a big wild creature.
3: So either of y'all have some way of reducing its dexterity saving throw, of, of um, sorry, of messing with its agility, of stopping it from being able to maybe get its way out of a trap. Is that something neither of y'all can do?
1: Um, um,
2: nope.
0: Nope? Okay. Oh, Anima just is good at hitting things.
2: Yeah, nope. I don't think Vi has anything. Can
1: you strike just, just extra damage? Is that all it is? think it has, but let me...
0: Also, for this fight, I'm just going to assume damage is non-lethal damage. If you want story-wise, you can swap out any sort of sharp weapons for duller weapons that, like, s- mechanically, will work the same. Just won't accidentally kill it. That would be counterproductive.
2: Mm-hmm. So, is the be are we going to be in the clearing first, and then the beast is going to be sort of forced in as well, or is it? going to be there first and then we have to go in
0: they'll start give you a chance to sort of set up in the clearing before they draw it in because they have like some like sense and noises that because like they've done this with similar creatures before it's like they they know what's going to get its attention they also know around when and where it usually shows up so that's why they've chosen this clearing so They've done a good job of setting it up, it's just they don't have anyone that's physically capable of doing this because they're getting over a plague.
2: Do they know if the creature has any weaknesses or... Like, probably wouldn't have a ton of them just because it's supposed to be a guardian, but... Anything.
3: Helpful combat information would be something that we would ask about. I think that's reasonable.
0: I mean... It is a lizard, so with lizard creatures, you would assume cold
2: slows it down. Okay, does it have the more, I guess, reptilian-based senses where it's more... I don't know. I know reptiles don't really see in color. It's, Do they see more in, like, terms of
3: heat? I don't... Then I'm going to talk strategy before we actually begin. I do have an idea.
0: I do warn you that it tends... That it does tend to, like, to charge at you, but they explain, like, you can see when it's about to do that, so you should have time to jump out of the way if you react fast enough. Like I said, you got medics on standby, you've got Ty there to distract if you get knocked out, and you have Spectra up in the tree with the
2: strength. Oh, we don't even know Ty's class.
1: Now I've got a high C and lots of hit points, and you can put me in the front if you need to.
3: Well, I was thinking about that. My idea is, I have Mesmerize as a class ability as Melder. I can make it use its wisdom, which it's a lizard, so I'm hoping it doesn't have very great wisdom, to try to stop it, to like confuse it and immobilize it in some capacity.
0: They also have methods of distracting it with like flashes of like, heat and light and noises.
3: If failed, the target cannot move and is considered both dazed and incapacitated. Incapacitated hopefully meaning that it will fail its saving throws. For the follow-up. With Gravity Sphere, I can lock it down. And then one of y'all can get in there on top of it and drop the thing imaging on top of its head. And hopefully we don't have to spill a ton of its blood.
0: Because that would be awkward.
3: But I am deeply squishy and I can only do one of those things a turn.
1: Can you apple something that's a size larger than you are?
3: Yeah, but you don't have advantage. You have disadvantage on something larger than you.
1: Yeah. It's fine. That's you could try it anyway.
3: Also, for Mesmerize, I need to be within five feet of it. That's where I feel like Anima might come in handy. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Then we have to figure out how to get someone on top of it, because it's big.
3: Well... Mm. That's why I'm thinking the gravity sphere is going to help. If we basically Velcro its head to the floor, it shouldn't move.
0: A mental image of something I was not expecting.
3: I don't think of it as like a a black hole. I just imagine it like the ground becomes vaguely more sticky, or the person in it just becomes vaguely more heavy. I mean, it's only a a level 2 spell.
0: You have increased the gravity in that one particular
2: area.
3: Yes. It does have to make a saving throw, and if it fails it slumps. But it's a strength-saving throw to, see, to break its way out so you don't have much time.
0: And as you guys are planning, you see several of the well, like, who are up and moving. You, you can totally still look a little shaky, but they are preparing what they can. Just, like, talking between themselves and Getting stuff ready. You see people, like, popping in and out of the medical tent, and you see Tally's gathering a bunch of supplies along with a couple of other people while popping back in to check on people on the inside, but if there's something, like, the characters would like to do, aside from the player's metagaming,
2: it's not really.
3: Well, no, this is the characters actually talking. That's why I'm trying to reword it whenever I say it does something or another.
2: So the only thing I can think of, for me at least, is to stealth so it doesn't notice me immediately, but... But you're really good at that. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You might be able to get up on top of it before it can really start thinking about shaking you off. We, too, can start uh, messing with it so it stops paying attention to you on its back. Maybe?
2: Yeah, we can try that. Try and distract it.
3: I don't know how yee-haw-crazy you want to go. I don't know. But it does seem comparatively safe. I don't know. I mean, there's always the chance that somebody gets stomped on the head, but between all of these precautions that seem to be coming out, I'm not super concerned.
1: If you stay close to me, I can get in the way of that. I have faith in that. Possible head stomping. Let's try not to have that happen.
0: Yeah, that would be unfortunate. Also, someone is going to hand you guys this, like, leather strap, and you can sort of around its neck like basically like something for you to hold on to so you're less likely to get thrown off i mean there's still a chance it's just you'll have a little bit of help if it starts trying to throw you it's getting bucked off something that's like 10 feet tall it's going to
2: hurt are the trees taller than it
0: real tall trees no promises on how climbable some of the trees are Some of them might be, but I think those might be some of the shorter ones, but... There might be some trees you could climb on to and then get onto the creature's back, if that's what you're thinking. You just have to find a way to get it over to the...
1: Is there only one of these devices, or are there multiples?
0: They just have the one. It's really sturdy, like, you're not gonna break it.
1: I wasn't worried about breaking it at the moment, I was just wondering... If someone got flung away, would we have multiple tries right in the moment? Need to figure out who is going to be putting it on, on their head. I guess we need to figure out who's going to be trying to put the device on the creature. Probably Elena.
0: Be a good call. Okay. Someone that's a, a dexterity and maybe animal handling. Although I don't know if any of y'all are particularly good
2: at that. <laughs>
3: There's a plus three on that, but...
2: I was gonna say, I don't think we have animal handling. New Xeno.
3: Yeah. Uh, xenobiology.
2: Yeah,
1: that word. Xenobiology.
3: Nope. Yeah, I've been to a petting zoo once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I made a horse friend last episode. Mm. did. That doesn't mean my xenobiology is any good. Because it's bad. <laughs> well, it's not bad, but it's, it's nothing. So it's neutral.
2: But only slightly better than that.
0: Animal handling could also be helpful to calm it down and keep it distracted from the thing that's on its back trying to stick something on its head.
2: Possibly. Does it have any frills or anything that would make it easier to sort of climb up from a certain angle or spines or something?
3: For clarity, this is us asking the villagers.
2: It's got some spines on its back. Also very very
0: muscly and scary. Yeah, I'm gonna say that they, they probably would release some drawings, so I'll just kind of go ahead and I'll see if
1: this works and drop it in. Preparation,
0: the
3: chat. preparation. Something D and D characters never do.
1: <laughs> We're Espergynesis characters. We prepare. Yep. Yes, I apparently some
0: of my friends are planning on like doing Espergynesis. I'm like, that's awesome. It's
1: fun. It just doesn't have any frickin' healers. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's not my film. I had the option, but I decided to go more technology.
1: I was wondering if Paragon had like a healing hand, because it's so close
0: But that's what you're gonna be taming.
3: Hey, you're an ugly cuss. Oh. <laughs> cool. Alright. <laughs> okay. It's like if a vaguely lizard like humanoid, decided to be a frog, and then jumped inside of a cactus.
0: <laughs> the device is gonna be kind of like a color that you sort of, like, clasp around the little pokey part on the back of its head.
2: Okay, around the crown thing?
0: Yeah. He's
2: a big boy. Mm-mm.
3: That's fair, that's fair. Well, I think there's nothing left to it but to try.
0: So, you guys are going in. So, can y'all see it?
3: Ooh, that's aesthetic. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Good tasty map.
0: So, where is everyone going to kind of post up? Let's just say that these little kind of blobby things are also, Mm -hmm. like, smaller trees or rocks, like, stuff that you can get behind. But where the big trees are is where the fauna are going to form the perimeter. And the town, let's just say the town's on this side over here so this is where the colony is over there. I'm going to try to
3: set up at, is that 275, 150? Okay, 150
0: is going to be right around here?
3: No, 275. 275 on the vertical, 150 on the horizontal. Bottom middle.
0: You're starting around here. Alright, so you are blue.
1: Oh, where are you posting up? Anima? Try and be next to Farida all the time. Because she's squishy. Also, she's going to need to get close.
3: I will die in one attack if I'm not careful.
1: Yeah.
0: That's why we have medics and someone with a sniper
1: rifle. And also me with my protection ability. A two. With advantage. Stay near me. Yes. <laughs> Please don't come for an initiative. <laughs> Again, like with the bears and go running off in front and then leave you behind
0: is back up anyway, so where... So, you, I am guess... Are you gonna be, like, over here?
1: I'm having flashbacks to the bears is what I'm doing. Because <laughs> I was next to Tali, and then I wasn't next to Tali, and then Tally got hit, but I was worried about fair to, Anyway.
2: Yeah, that looks good. No one died. What? Okay, Vi, so, where, where are you gonna be? Which direction, um, are they get... Is the beast coming to the clearing from... I'm just going to say it's to scale, it's fine. It'll make other things easier. So it's a
0: big clearing. So Vi, where are you going to be?
2: I'm going to say Spectra's there. Okay, with these rock piles, do the size... Does the size on the map indicate how big they are, or are we just saying they're all about the same size?
0: I'll say they're tall enough that, like, you might have to crouch a bit behind some of them, but you can get cover behind them. But with how they fit on the map, they're not gonna be much wider than five feet. Each block is like five by five.
2: Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I um, that I could sort of crouch behind one. Yeah. So let's see. I'm thinking for horizontal hmm. or you could just say left, right, or down from where I am. right. Up right, one square. Yeah, about right there. And I'd be getting ready to stealth. Roll me
0: that stealth check. Mm-hmm.
3: Can I get her advantage by playing some music? Please? And just like running it through my drones? And just like, for some reason, I'm walking into battle with some music on?
2: <laughs> I just got a nine, or a ten total. Please. I rolled a three. Yeah, you, you can have advantage. Even with advantage, you can still have not a great roll. Everything's trying to betray me right now. I used the online because my physical dice were betraying me. And now the online is betraying
3: this. <laughs> her phone and, like, swipes a bit, and she's like, an oldie but a goodie. Bing! It sounds like jaunty disco. <laughs>
0: Alright, 16. Okay, so yeah, you're all good. Inch. The... Alma have all set up they have their shields blocking between the trees sort of forming a perimeter leaving this top side open for now you know once the creature has been lured and they're going to close it behind them you've got the shield wall of the town back here you've got medics sort of dispersed out in between every so often just backup plan, just because everyone's health isn't super great right now, so they're just being extra careful. And that's when... That's when the Beastie's gonna come in. Alright, so is anyone gonna do anything as the creature comes in, or are you gonna wait until it's sort of
2: in and the enclosure shut?
3: Oh, probably wait. I'm just playing some disco music.
2: When it starts charging... I'm going to sort of rotate to be to the east of the rock, to that square directly east of it, just so I stay out of its line of sight. Okay. This is a really big area, too, and it's nighttime,
0: so it comes into about... It comes in and stands in the middle right there. And let me see... Hey, Anima, Farida, how sneaky are you trying to be?
3: I'm literally playing music out loud. I'm being distracting.
0: Okay, so it it gets to about here when it hears you doing, that. when it hears that there's music playing and sees you because you're not being subtle.
3: It sounds like the Bee Gees. It's probably like Stayin' Alive or something, I don't know. (laughs) Anima, I'm gonna slap uh, tails onto your forearm because you're giant and I can't quite reach up high to get to your shoulders. And uh, Tails is going to hold onto there, and that's going to be a bless for whenever you need something. If you need an extra d4, you can roll it.
0: Cool. Alright. So it's just going to rush forward towards the very, very obvious target. And
3: dodge.
0: I just raced part of the map. Yours are important. It's fine.
3: That's why you want your different layers.
0: I'm realizing that now.
3: Well, now we have a void in the structure of reality in the middle of the field. That's gonna be fun to work around. <laughs> well, I guess that's there now.
0: Screw it, it's fine. It's fine. Just ignore the fact that the map's starting to disappear. So it's starting to charge towards you, and. Let's just go with an initiative roll.
3: Well, that was. garbage. Oh. There it is. Uh, That's an 11 for me. I should be using my good dice, not my garbage dice.
1: Okay. 14. Me too. I also got a 14. Cool. Nice. Who's got the highest dex? Not me. I'm going to say it's probably Alexis. 16? My dex is 14, so... Gotcha,
0: so Alexis
1: goes... I actually don't don't have terrible dexterity. Probably should have worse dexterity, because I'm very big, but... Mm -hmm. Right and
0: boy, I'm just going to label the monster as M, and it got a 16, so I'm going to say it's going to charge the biggest one, so it's going to rush up and charge you Anima. Roll me a dex save.
3: Save, dex save, dex save.
1: Saving throw, doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Oh, fuck me. d 4 Another critical fail.
2: Oh no! It doesn't
1: matter, that's another critical fail.
2: Well. Okay, you'll be okay.
0: Okay, so it's gonna charge, but then it's also going to. Okay, the horn attack is separate. That's good, so I have to roll to attack.
1: It's fine, I have plenty of HP.
0: Yeah, it rolled an 11. It doesn't hit. Okay, so it just runs right up to you, it goes to. With a torn, and you just are you ducking out of the way? Are you Filled up. Bong sets head on the shield, just snorts and shakes its head for a minute and starts pawing. And it's gonna try and bite you, it does not th- succeed. It just gets a, gets a mouthful of shield <laughs> again. Let it roll. Got a two. Oh, cool, good. Oh bye, it's your turn.
2: Bye. So I'm going to sneak closer to it. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get there.
0: You're gonna have to dash. It will take it's it'll get you sixty feet, but you won't it'll take your any action. So are you just running straight towards them?
2: Would that take me out of stealth?
0: We can all stealth check, but it's either that or you will take two turns to be able to get to the lizard.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well, wait. Oh, my base walking is 90. Oops. I did not change that. That's not correct. Seems wrong. Oh,
3: alarmingly fast. <laughs> ah, let me double check that.
1: the Eldory over here.
3: That's a gotta-go-fast kind of speed.
0: The only thing that's faster is a monk doing Step of the Wind, and yet, no,
2: that's... I'm pretty sure it's 30. Okay, I think for some reason I put... I don't know. Well, actually, I can also do a dash action, and then as a bonus action, I can hide.
0: Yeah, okay, so you're gonna dash to the hiding spot nearby? Yes. You can get around here, but... That's going to be the entirety of your turn.
3: You get to behind those rocks.
2: Yeah, I'm probably behind behind the rocks, but yeah, Free where you were no longer exists. Hope I never have to go back.
3: You know, I love this as a concept for a for a battle map. Where you were no longer exists. Good luck.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that that's gonna get rough after a while. And I'm like, it is your turn. This thing is right up in your face. Except for, I feel like it's. I don't know if it, if it had charged, it, it would have lowered its head. But like as it sorted and raised its head, it's 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 taller than you. It's very large, and I don't know if you've ever faced anything quite this large before.
1: It's fine. My friend's right next to me. Gotta protect her. What am I gonna do?
3: Well, you just said uh, Farida's mental sentence of "Okay, I was gonna do <laughs> something else, but now I'm just gonna pull out the big stops."
1: I'm gonna hold my action until I see if what Farida is gonna do works.
0: Another way I've seen hold, like holding an action, happen is hold until a certain thing that triggers it. So, are you going to hold until like if it goes to attack Farida, and then what are you gonna do? What is the action you're holding?
1: I hold grapple. I want to try and grapple it because I think Ferret is going to try and. She does go next if you
0: want to go ahead and try and grapple it.
1: Well, no, I want to be free. Its
0: face is right in front of you.
1: Mm hmm. Screw it, I'm going to try. Do I have a disadvantage on this? It's larger than I am?
3: grapple, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fine.
3: Because
0: you are large, but you're not actually
3: large.
1: Is that Bless Farida gave me count towards this? Yes. Farida, what does
0: your bus do? It is
3: in a village.
1: Hey! hey! That's a four on the d4. Excellent! That's the first time I've ever rolled a d4, by the way. First d4 for me. <laughs> do I add my strength for this?
0: Yes, and Victor, correct me if I'm wrong, it's Scrabble contested strength roll, right? I believe so. So, what'd you get? I got an 18! Good! It got a 16. So, how are you doing this?
1: I'm gonna. Oh! You <laughs> said its head was right near me, right? Oh. <laughs> just latching on! Just grabbing onto its face. grabbing onto its face. This is really dumb, but I'm going to do it. I said I'm going to do it, so I'm going to do it.
0: All right, so, Emma, you you just leap up and grab onto this creature's face, and it staggers back a second and just shakes its head. (laughs) Not hard enough to, like, shake you off, but it's just really confused right now. Yep.
1: (laughs) Stupid.
0: Creature grabbing on, all on. All right now <laughs> And you can briefly Spectra swearing on un- overcoms because she now does not have a clean shot if things go wrong because there's an animal on the face.
1: Okay. Well, you know, things happen. All right. So is that end your turn? I guess it ends my turn. I got nothing else. Okay. So, Farida,
0: it's your turn
3: so i checked what the grappled status looks like and it means that they can't move yes so i'm gonna cast grad- gravity sphere. okay one of my highest level spells i'm going to cast it is going to encircle a 20 foot circle diameter
0: and i'm not going to get caught in that unless you're cast digging underneath the creature
3: yeah because grappling has the two occupy the same space all it's going to do is make them do a Dex saving throw, and if they save, it is considered restrained for its turn.
0: And if it fails, what happens?
3: If it fails, it becomes uh, restrained as long as it remains in the area or until it breaks free. Which is to be uh, to say, a creature restrained by the sphere can use its action to make a strength strength check against your channeling save DC. If it succeeds, it's no longer restrained. However, the opposing force of the energy will deal 2d4 force damage to the creature. So once you break out, you take damage. But until then, nothing happens. Unless you're restrained. What do I roll? It's at the beginning of your turn. Dex save.
0: So it's not until the creature's turn. Are you doing anything else? You moving anywhere?
3: I'm going to back up. I appreciate you, Anima. A lot. thank you for keeping me alive.
0: Are you going back, or...?
3: I'm going to move towards the tree that has our sniper on it because I want to provide a clear shot.
0: Your full thing? Like 15 feet. I'm kind of doing off to the side and directly towards her so she can actually have a clear shot.
3: Yes. Oh, and I think I also get to...
0: And since it's grappled, it can't really react. It's too distracted by the... Strange creature that is hugging its face.
3: Yes. (laughs) Since I used an attack, I can use my coordinated attack with my drones. Okay. And as I imagine Anima is like holding its mouth open or something crazy like that.
0: Just picture her hugging onto its face.
3: Yeah. Tails is going to crawl around and like crawl up to one of its eyes and then use, I'm going to use my bonus action to make a forging attack against them and my little drone is going to poke it in the eyeball.
0: <laughs> That's both really cute and not a nice thing to do to a creature that we want to be able to survive and protect people, but... Oh, no! <laughs> well,
3: we're just... Uh, it's not... I'm not trying to permanently maim it. I'm trying to stop it from looking at us. Actually, I already have this written as flavor in my thing. It's laser attacks are basically like really bright flashes of light. So if anything, that eye is going to be a little bit blinded-ish. It's not a permanent damage kind of thing. It's not a ton of damage.
0: Instead of like a laser from a laser pistol, it's more like a laser pointer. Okay, gotcha.
3: So that's a seven.
0: (laughs) It misses. It flashes right as the creature blinks.
3: (laughs) Damn it, Tails.
1: If I'm inside of the sphere, do I need to make a dex save from the gravity thing?
3: I'm making the edge of the sphere to be right under Anima. So as long as you can take one step back, you're out of the sphere. Okay. The rest of the sphere is going to go into the clearing straight up. It's double the it's double the size of the creature.
0: Okay. So what what do I have to meet to not have that happen back to the creature?
3: That is going to be a dex saving throw, probably against my Esper power save DC. Which is 13.
0: Got a 14.
3: Rip. Well, it's in difficult terrain.
0: That doesn't work. So, Anima, roll me strength saving throw. This thing is going to try and throw you off its face. That's
3: fine. You have to break the grapple before you can attack.
1: Uh, well. Roll strength. Okay. Well, let's fix this,
0: right? Victor, how long does Blast last?
3: One use.
2: Oh. So no. Okay.
3: Escaping a grapple. A grappled creature can use its action to escape. To do so, it must succeed on a strength or dexterity check contested by your strength athletics check.
0: Yeah. It's doing strength. So what'd you get, Anima? For strength? Yeah. Well. Got a 14. Damn it. It shakes its head really hard, and it means just to fling you off. You don't go far. Just, it, I'm going to say toss, like, it flings you just outside of the effect of fair to try to cast. But that is going to be its turn. And so that means, Vi,
2: it's your turn. Okay, so is the Gravity Sphere not activated anymore? It's just difficult terrain?
3: There is a 20-foot sphere behind that is where the green dot is inside of. There's double that space around it, with anima on the bottom edge. That is difficult to ring. Okay. We're fair to just kind of set something that just, and then you know how Dragon Ball Z, whenever they do the Super Saiyan thing, the ground like cracks and crumbles and does weird stuff. It's like that around the creature.
2: Okay. But The gravity sphere is no longer in effect. To where. As soon as I get onto the creature, I'd have to do a uh, dex save,
3: right? I could break my concentration on it. I could keep it, because as long as it doesn't move out of that sphere, the checks still keep on happening.
2: Okay, I'll give it a try.
3: That's probably important information for you to have known. But I don't know if you can run away after gravel.
0: grapple. You could probably also argue that if it succeeds, but if I gets on it and then fails, it and the sphere starts dragging her down... That could limit its movements even more. And it is
2: restraint. That's true.
3: So I am keeping it up.
2: All right. Am I close enough to be able to try get it to get it on back?
0: Not quite. But you could get close enough if you want to like throw something at it.
2: I mean, the only thing I can do is either a ranged attack or use my combat knives. But uh, that's going to alert my presence. So. No. Yeah.
0: You're just gonna run up, maybe about here, so you aren't quite visible to it? Yes. And hide. So I'm stealth. Okay, roll me that stealth check. I don't think I had you roll it last time. Okay. That it was distracted by the
2: animal on its face. Hey, I was part of useful. It's okay, just all my dice hate me. Or not. That's a 25.
0: He has no idea you're there. I'm not even going to make it roll <laughs> Yeah, no, there there is no way.
2: So is that all you're doing? I think that's all I can do. I mean anything else is just gonna alert it to my presence. Yeah. Back
0: to Anima. Anima roll me a dick save for when you got thrown off of this creature's face to see if you landed on your feet. Five yeah, so you're currently prone. It takes half your movement to stand up, but it is still right in front of you. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you stand up, and then what do you do?
1: I don't know. This will work, but can I attack a specific area to bring to try and like bring it to its knees? Is there any way to do that? I feel like there is, but I don't know what that would be. I think that might actually be a different combat style. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I think that's a different combat style.
0: Do you just want to try and grapple it again? Or maybe smack it in the face?
1: I was so useful last time, It was so useful. But if I can make it not move, it might... Yeah, if I can make it not move, it would stay in the gravity sphere.
0: Well, it does take an entire turn for it to break a grapple if you successfully grapple.
1: If I successfully grapple it. If not, then I'm just annoying it and it might stay where it is and keep attacking me. Which would be fine. I'm gonna keep annoying it. I'm gonna grapple it again. I'm gonna try it. Okay. I'm just gonna keep annoying it. This time I'm I'm not gonna aim for its head, I'm gonna aim for its body and just bear hug it around the waist. It's gonna hug its legs? Yeah.
0: Weird kind of
1: arm looking legs. Yeah, it's weird arm legs. And (laughs) try and avoid the spikes. That went off my tray. What'd you get? I- I'd cluster modifier. Crit fail. Can't. So I need to search up a dice roller.
0: I'm gonna say, like, you-, you went to tackle its legs, and it moves fast enough to where you, like, you miss. And you're now on the ground next to its feet. So. Verida.
3: i gonna walk up to it. Outside of the sphere but still within the five foot of the creature.
0: I'm assuming you're not gonna walk into your own gravity sphere.
3: Nah, it's not high on my list of things I want to do. <laughs> and I'm gonna cast Mesmerize on it. Okay. Because I'm right next to it. The target must then succeed a wisdom saving throw using my channeling save DC, which is 13.
0: Well, you are not supervised, it got a 12. What does this look like?
3: All right. So the target cannot move and is considered both dazed and incapacitated until the end of my next turn. This power can be maintained by spending an action on each turn.
0: This is what you used on the bears.
3: This is one of the things I used on the bears. The first ability the psychogenic espers learn this power can be maintained by expending an action each turn. If the target takes damage, moves out of visual or auditory range, or is more than 10 feet away from you, the mesmerized effect ends. So, Farida, along with doing her, like, <laughs> creating project- projections of a chair and a whip, and starts, like, circus, like, get it, get it, stop it, stop it, <laughs> like, whacking it with the chair a little bit, is going to yell to everybody, don't damage it, I've stopped it from moving.
0: I just hear Spectre say over the thing, I wasn't kidding about this, was she? All right, so is that your turn? Yes. Does it get to roll anything on its turn, or is it just going to kind of sit there?
3: It looks like it just sits there. I feel like this is an effect that could use some balancing in in future editions of Aspergenesis. Also, Heads is going to project her top hat, and is going to, like, climb up, and then, like, turn into, like, a medallion on the front of her top hat. Which just looks like a big silver coin.
0: I love heads and tails. They're great. But we need to, like, start talking to people about getting fan art. They're gonna have to be in it. It's just, it has to happen. <laughs> or, well, or commission art.
3: The little tiny coins, yeah.
0: So, it's not doing anything. So, Vi, it's your turn. You've got huh? enough space if you want to run up and then give me... Well, actually, what do you want to do?
2: Stealth up to it, and then let me see. I'd probably be on its side.
0: I'm assuming that it's facing the purple dot that is Anima. Yeah.
1: Well, it's facing that direction. I'm currently under its goddamn feet.
3: Probably facing me, because of Mesmerize.
2: So once I get close to it, I'll use my acrobatics and kind of jump and...
0: You're going to acrobatic your way up there? Yeah. Okay, the acrobatics.
2: Okay. Because athletics is not going to end well, probably.
0: I was going to give you an option, but I was like, wait, no, I'm no. going to let her decide what she's actually doing. 22! Nice. You just ninja-flip your way up there you are on its back. Akor. First act. Alright, so... Are you going to try and strap yourself on, or are you going to try and, like... I imagine when you hop on, you're probably, like, towards its back a little bit. So you got some wiggle room to be able to get up to thing. And I'm, I'm assuming you've had the device.
2: Yeah. Since we decided that I'd be the one to probably go... Fair does a mesmerized spell can last each turn, she can sort of refresh it each turn, is that correct?
0: Yeah, it takes an action. That's, that, that's all she can do for
2: now. Yeah, it must be up, but... Then I'll just go ahead and put the device on its back, because it shouldn't break out. I'm going
0: to need you to roll me a dex check at disadvantage, because you're trying to attach a thing without sliding off of this. Okay.
2: I mean, it's it's not moving, but okay. Still a big, awkward, scaly
0: thing. And you're trying to reach something in its head. Without accidentally poking yourself on the spikes. Fair enough.
2: Actually, could I use my, um... Draw, on, draw from, from the wheel and cancel out that disadvantage? Yes. Nice. Yeah, I don't think I've used that today.
0: I know, because... Actually, y'all didn't... Y'all haven't really checked on the Blair Scout in a bit, but that's fine.
2: Okay, is it a saving throw or check? Check. Just draw, check? Okay. Then, uh, 15.
0: Yeah, say so you are able to do it. It's a little awkward. You clip it on, and then the creature just kind of, like, shudders briefly. And shakes its head and you hear something over the columns. Okay, everyone take a step back. They're gonna try communing with it. Barida, we may need you to drop the spell to see if this worked.
3: Which one? I'm currently holding it down with two different ones. The gra- gravity sphere or the, uh, the mesmerize?
0: Is gravity sphere a concentration?
3: Gravity sphere is concentration. For some reason, mesmerize is not. Like I said, I think this thing needs to be balanced. Probably. I'll drop the gravity here.
0: Okay. Now the other one, the one that's got its attention.
3: And I just back out of the range of mesmerize, which is more than 10 feet.
2: Also, Anima, you can get up if you want. Yeah. Am I just still on its back then, I guess? Because I can't... I don't know... <laughs>
3: Hey buddies, everybody, let's get away from it so it doesn't get opportunity attacks as we're leaving, and then I'll drop the mesmerize, all right?
2: Hey, I will catch you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, could I strap myself in instead while they're dropping it, instead of going off, just in case? oh no, you were more than welcome to. I would not do that? Why would you want to bear hug its head? But that's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
3: just in case. <laughs>
2: yeah. Because it was there.
3: Top hat and fling it to you and give you the, this is heads. And I'm going to toss you a Amplify ability as an action. So I'll just take off my top hat and sling it at you. <laughs> okay,
2: cool. Thank you. All
3: right. So Animae and I back up.
0: Okay. And Vi, you're just kind of staying on. Yeah.
1: I'm going to get about out of its range, but only just sort of between...
3: Yeah, 15-ish feet.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, if I strapped herself in then, but yeah, otherwise, yep, still on her. Have heads.
0: You have a strap wrapped around. It's like you're having to hold on with both hands.
3: Heads changes the top hat into a cowboy hat.
0: Yes. So as you all slowly back up, you see Horshi approaching, and she has... It looks like there's something similar on her head. She's just kind of staring at the creature, and as the mesmerize effect airs off, it just like kind of shakes its head and snorts, but it's not really moving anywhere. She's kind of like staring at her, she's staring at it. And it's not moving, it's just kind of watching. You can see it's, it's calmed it down a lot, because when it first came in, it was kind of a little twitchy and unsure. Or she walks up to within like five feet of its face and for a minute you're just standing there staring at the like watching them just sort of stare at each other. Or of course she kind of just reaches out and strokes like the sort of care face that's on its face. And that is when you hear over the headset El? That went well. Elsa, you can come back now. She's gonna keep commuting with it.
3: I see Farada shake away some dark magical effect from her hand that she was prepping. Just in case.
1: I still have Tails. I think so. Oh yeah, Tails was on it. Tails was on me. It crawled around my arm to poke it in the eye.
3: Yeah, Tails was on the thing. I don't know, he probably just jumped off down onto Anima again. And then whenever we backed away, I probably picked him up.
0: I
1: just can't, can't leave your buddies behind. And give me back tail.
3: I mean, they regenerate after a hot second. They had vanished before we actually all met, and they regenerated during the first couple of bits that we knew, for each, knew each other. It takes a couple of days to make new ones, so.
2: So I slowly sort of take off the strap and slide down its side to the ground.
0: As you're doing that, you can kind of, like, feel its muscles twitching in response because, like, it can feel you doing that, but it doesn't really make any moves other than it's just kind of like a, it, like, when something, like, slides down your arm, you just kind of, like, react. It's like it might, like, shake its head and just kind of huff, but it doesn't really respond. It's just kind of sitting there and watching Korshi. She's now, like, face-to-face with the creature, so about here. If you look kind of over here, you can see her partner, Osakes, is watching from a distance. Just kind of a double-check, make sure things go well. And he comes up to you and explains. She will need a few more minutes to commune with it, and then we will see if it will allow us to bring it into our town so she can finish the conversation. On the safety of the sphere and by tomorrow we should have reached a balance there are no words to explain how grateful we are for what you've done you have saved us more than once
3: eric's real faces showing she forgot to hold up the illusion while during the fight
0: well he doesn't seem to react you all have been invited to stay at the night. They have some guest quarters in and Dosei's place. You've probably realized by now they're the leader, de facto leaders of the tribe, so you are welcome to stay in their place as a guest and leave in the morning. It is pretty late, and you're all probably pretty tired, because it's, it's been an interesting day. So, actually, I'm going to allow for a thing. So you suddenly hear this stirring going from kind of around the little border that they had set up because they're starting to take it down and fold in and you see Tali saying like i think someone was hurt over there hey anima come help i need an extra guard okay thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal star if you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Abort the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by
1: me, Brianna Toyber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the
3: Ashenforged and I'm playing Farida the Promethean.
2: My name is Alexis and I am playing Violina Sorel the Eldori
0: With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.
2: Once beautiful, filled with hope and ripe with life, now stares under the emptiness of extinction. Where kingdoms reigned, capital cities now sprawl, wrecked with fear and loss. Those upon the edges of the wilds become fewer, as corruption seeps from the shadows down deep. But we will not submit to the night. We will not willingly be consumed by the gloom. Companies will rise. The Grey Wolves will fight. While manifests may tear themselves from our dreams, we will take back the light they have stolen. Join us at MidnightKingdoms.com. Fight with us, make our print in the Chronicles of the Grey Wolves!